Welcome back to the Ice Bath Sports Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Griff. And uh, we took a week off. We hope we that all of you had a happy holiday season uh, for all the holidays that you may or may not celebrate. Yeah, um, you know what I'm realizing? It was probably the worst week to take off because it was the Fantasy Football Championship week. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I don't know about you, but I won two leagues, so... I didn't win any, but I got some money. Hey, couple, that's... A couple hundred bucks. It's all about the bands, am I right? Yeah, it's all right. I mean, you know, one of them I got last place. Um, Ooh, one of them the, I, the Sacco? One of them I almost got last place. Ooh, that's, that's tough. Um, I finished third or better in all I got a leagues. fourth, a second, and a third as well. It was all right. Um, well, hopefully, if you're listening to this, you won your league. Or um, came close, made some money at the very least. Yeah. Um, at, at the very, very least, you know, got your your entry feedback. Um, I mean, because if you're breaking even, that's a win these days. Yeah. Yeah. Especially it really in this is. economy. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, let's let's jump jump right into things. Uh, I mean, I think we got to talk about the elephant in the room, which is Joe Flacco. <laughs> uh, I mean, the the guy's balling out. Comeback player of the year. I mean, oh, it's a weird subject. Um, I mean. One guy came back from being dead. One guy came back from being on the Jets, which. Which is worse. Some could argue it's worse. We'll we'll leave that up to you. No, that's obviously a joke. Um, But, no, I mean, DeMar Hamlin hasn't really played a a snap this year. So how can you award a, you know, such a award to somebody that hasn't even really officially come back you know what I mean? yeah, yeah i hate i hate that award it's yeah. stupid joe flacco i mean let's get into it against the jets his former team um 19 of 29 309 three touchdowns and a pick elite yeah no i mean he he's, he's been, been throwing picks out. but he's been well they, he, he's not afraid to throw the ball downfield right now he's not uh yeah. which is what they needed for that offense too i mean before this week he was throwing the ball over 40 almost 45 times a game over 300 yards in every single game besides his first game against the Rams. 2-3, two, 2-3, three, two, three, three for touchdowns. I mean... Well, Flacco, all of his picks came, what, week 15? Well, yeah, he had three week 15, two week 16, and then one in every other start. He's got yeah, 16... I mean, he's got 1,600 yards, 13 touchdowns, eight picks. Um, He's been really good. He has. And, I mean, he's been winning them games. Yeah. The Browns... Are officially in the playoffs, and I mean, if it weren't for being in the same division as the Baltimore Ravens, who are the locked-in number one seed in the AFC, the, the Browns would be winning their division. They'd be winning a lot of divisions right now, actually. Yeah, Browns are locked up into the uh, into the five seed. Um, uh, they, they, I don't know if Flacco will play Week 18. There's probably no reason to. If he's your quarterback for the playoffs, rest him. Yeah, that's, I mean that's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, PJ Walker and Jeff Driscoll. Uh, you look at the Browns. I mean, eleven and five. That's tied for the best record in the AFC East. Yeah, that's better than the best record in the AFC West, held by the Chiefs at ten and six. You want to get better than them? Mm. Two games better than the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, over in the AFC South, who lead their division. Well, tied with Colts and Texans. Uh, but I mean, it just goes to show like why the wild card exists, right? Because you well, know, and I mean, you even look at that team. You you lose Nick Chubb early on. Yeah. Um, you lose Deshaun Watson, which isn't much of a loss seeing that Flacco's better than him. Yeah. But you lost your quarterback. You lost your running back. 
Amari they've Cooper's lost, been banged up. They've lost uh, Jack Conklin, Jack right? Jack Conklin's They're, been out. You're starting right tackle. Uh, I mean, th- th- this is a team that's had to overcome a lot of adversity. And their defense stepped up when they needed to. I mean, the whole team stepped up. Jerome Ford yeah. has been ki- Jerome killing Ford. it. Amari Cooper. Amari, Co- Amari Cooper, yeah. I mean, Touchy subject for you. Yeah, he eliminated me. I mean, in David Njoku. One league. Uh, yeah, Njoku's been really good. Elijah Moore had some good games. Like, this whole entire team has stepped up. I, I think that just goes and is a, a great compliment to the coaching staff. Yeah. Kevin Stefanski has got to be the clear-cut favorite for Coach of the Year. I'd say so, yeah. For t- leading, leading a team that had lost its starting quarterback, starting running back, starting right tackle... Um, and uh, you know other players they throughout lost the year. Another lineman is. Uh... Did they lose Grant Delpit too? Kind of late in the year. They they they've had a lot of injuries. My point, and they're still eleven and five, and locked into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and and they're a team that I wouldn't want to play in the playoffs. No, I wouldn't want to play that team either. That defense and that run game. I mean, that's the that's the key to you know winning it all. And I mean, then you have Flacco throwing for over 300 a game. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Flacco's been balling out. I don't know how you're going to cover. And, and, Amari Cooper's been playing out of his mind. I mean, you've got David Njoku, who I don't know many linebackers that could cover him right now. Yeah, I mean, talk about a guy that's had a breakout season. Yeah, uh, but, You know, Njoku's always been a guy that's been a guy. You know, he's just been there. You know, he, he'll, he'll put up, what, five, 600-yard seasons, but he's never really been flashy. Yeah, he's got 81 for 82 and six touchdowns this year so far. Which is a phenomenal year for a tight end. Career year for him, phenomenal year for a tight end. Tight end six in fantasy to finish the season. Well, he was, what, drafted in 2017? 17, correct. Yeah, because it was him, O.J. Howard, and Evan Ingram all t- drafted in that draft class. Yep. It's funny because Evan Ingram's also having a breakout year. Yep. Yeah, you know, two first round tight ends from 2017. Took him to 2023 to break out, but I mean, you gotta know that with tight ends. Tight ends, you know, take a little while. They're like a fine wine. They, yeah, they, they age with time. But uh, I mean, the Browns as a whole, yeah, it's a team I would not want to face in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, even Flacco, he he only played one. Two, he had three, four, five starts. He's QB 32. Really? Yeah, only played in five games, and he's QB 32 on the year. I mean, I, I know I know a couple teams that have picked him up and made made a little playoff run with him yeah. as their starter quarterback. Um, but I mean, the thing about Flacco too is you can't take for granted his leadership presence 100%. and the fact that he's been there before. He has won a Super Bowl. He has been in the the, the the playoffs. He's been in the game. I mean, don't get me wrong. Lamar Jackson's had one heck of a year. He's probably the leading candidate for MVP right now. Um, but Lamar's never really been a, a threat in the playoffs, you know. I mean, he's he's kind of been like a, a Dallas Cowboy esque, you know, where he's, he kills it during the regular season, but once he gets to the playoffs, he hasn't seemed to, to um, want anything. Yeah, no, no, no. That's that's true. Um, Flacco has had an interesting career. Um, yeah, well, always always a lot of picks, always double digit in picks. He's never had a season double digits where he's. Uh, under double digits where he's played a full season, but he's consistent. He's not afraid to take those shots. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what this team needed. You have guys with the big play ability, Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, even big plays downfield to Njoku that they've been throwing lately. And you weren't getting that out of Deshaun Watson. You weren't getting that out of PJ Walker. You weren't getting that out of DTR. 
No. So, I mean, Flacco coming off his couch provided a huge, huge spark for this team. Right, and and talk about something that was super unsuspecting. You know, his time came to end with Baltimore. He goes, he gets traded to Denver. Stinks up the joint in Denver. Yeah. Ends up leaving, going to the Jets for, what, two, three years? Yeah, he's with the Jets for three. Three years as a, a backup? Yeah. And, I mean, he had to come in and fill in some games, and he still didn't look too great. But, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's gotten into him that has, you know, totally turned him around. But he's playing the best football of his career. Yeah, and I, you can't even, like, say it's the system because I don't even think this team is a quarterback-friendly system. If, if it was, DTR would have been, you know, putting up huge numbers. P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker. Deshaun Watson would have been good. Yeah, Deshaun. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a prime example right there. <laughs> um so yeah, what Flacco is doing is really impressive. It's it's quite amazing, and I mean, I'm just glad to be witnessing it. I mean, he, this is a guy that you know. There's always been the jokes of is he elite? Is he not? Because he was you know a, a really mid quarterback for the majority of his career. He was a great game manager. He was, that, and that's exactly what he was—a game manager. And you know, I I was listening to uh, a podcast with uh, Gronk the other day, and they asked him about Brock Purdy. It was actually the Full Send podcast. Shout out them. Um, <laughs> But they asked him about Purdy. He was like, "No, he's he's a game manager, but he's so good at being game man, uh, game manager that he becomes a game changer." Right. And I think that you could say the same thing about Joe Flacco. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Um, yeah, no, I mean, the, when you do everything right the right way and you do it for yeah. so long, um, I mean, the, you got to give credit where credit's due. Yeah, and uh, I mean, Flacco. Yeah, it, it, the turnovers obviously could be limited a little bit. But, I mean, that's just kind of the style of football he's playing right now. And with their defense being as good as it is, uh, he can get away with, with causing those turnovers because the defense is going to get a stop. Yeah. Um, moving on to uh, – we, we I mentioned him a, a little bit, but Lamar, I mean, MVP candidate, probably leading candidate. He, he locked it up. You think so? I, I mean, think he locked it up with well, that game. Game against Miami, he freaking came out there and showed everybody <laughs> – Eight, 18 of 21, 321 in five touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Passing. Yeah. What What was his rushing stats? Six for 35. Uh, I mean, still 35 yards. Yeah, this year, on the year, he's got uh, 3,600 yards passing, 27 touchdowns, seven picks, 821 yards rushing, five touchdowns. That's absurd. He, he, he's almost a 1,000-yard rusher. Yeah. Um, As a quarterback. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's... he's spectacular this year and and uh, he probably won a lot of you your fantasy if leagues lamar jackson gets a ring he goes into the discussion of greatest of this decade probably i mean and probably greatest dual threats greatest dual threat of all time um, uh, i mean yeah. one of the greatest quarterbacks of this generation but that's the issue, though, is he's 1-3 in the playoffs in his career. He's got to get over that playoff hump. And if he does, he goes right into that discussion. And I don't think there's any denying it. He's already got an MVP. He's going to lock up a second. He's only 26 years old. But with, with how dominant the Ravens have been, anything less than a Super Bowl is a disappointment for this season. For I him. agree. But also, like, I, I a lot of people, like, We'll go to Mahomes, for example, this year. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, he's got nothing. Uh, well, he has like, Rasheed Rice, Travis Kelsey. I mean, Lamar Jackson's throwing to 
Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham, who's one year away from a retirement home. Yep. Zay Flowers, who's great. Yeah, he's Nothing you can't really take away. Rashad Bateman. Bateman stinks. Yeah. Nelson Aguilar. (laughs) Mark Andrews went down, so he's got Isaiah Likely as his tight end one, who's actually been unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Laquan Treadwell, who they just signed off the... uh, off the couch. Yeah. Tylen Wallace, who has never turned into anything. Gus Edwards, Justice Hill, Melvin Gordon are his top three backs. Yeah, I mean, it is, you know, something to, to, to say. You know, you, you talk about, we talked about the, the Browns overcoming the adversity they've had to face with injuries. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Ravens have, too. And they, I feel like losing the, Mark Andrews and, I mean, J.K. Dobbins uh, coming in the year was supposed to be their projected starter. You lose him, and then, you know, you got guys step up. Keaton Mitchell has been a game changer for him. Yeah, I think like this is a team that deals with that sort of thing every year. I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on with the water over there or something, but uh Baltimore always has gets hit with Baltimore. the injury bug. Yeah, that is true. Um but Lamar is a difference maker and I think he fully deserves the MVP, especially after that to lock up the one seed in their biggest test of the year. Biggest test, which it should have been and they blew him out by like fifty. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, again, it, if they don't win it at all this year, or at least make the Super Bowl, it's a disappointment of a year. I agree. Because, I mean, you look at the landscape of the at just the AFC. You have, starting out with, with the AFCs, you have the, the Dolphins who, I mean, they've been a, a absolutely destroyed of injuries yeah. across the board, across the entire defense. Yeah. They, they're not going to make it all the way to the Super Bowl just because... They don't. They're they're not going to have a defense to stop anybody. They don't have any like, pass rushers now. They exactly. lost Xavier Howard. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Yeah. They, they've been obliterated with injuries. Um, so I mean, they're likely not doing anything this year. The Bills. I mean, it depends which version of the team you're, you're getting. Yep. They've they've been pretty hot, but I feel like the Bills have really been the only like substantial threat. The Chiefs. They 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 haven't been playing good ball. I mean. The Browns, uh, I, I mean... I think the Browns are, are their biggest threat. I was just about to say, the Browns are probably their biggest threat. Nobody in the AFC South, I think, is, is standing a chance to, to Baltimore. So I, if you can get over the Browns and Buffalo, um, which, which you, you should easily be able to, given how you've been playing this year, yeah. uh, Baltimore should be in the Super Bowl. But then again, you look at Lamar Jackson, 1-3 in the playoffs, in four, four career playoff games... He has um, completed 76 of 136 passes for 900 yards, three touchdowns, five picks. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Um, so, I mean, is there an issue with him playing in the big time, playing in this, the, the, the uh, big moments? Uh, I mean, is he just a, a, you know one of these guys that's going to ball out in the regular season, just not do anything in the playoffs? I don't know. This is the year, like you said, for him to change that stigma. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and one last thing to note about that Ravens game is uh, I thought this was a cool stat. It was the first time in NFL history that two quarterbacks on the same team finished the game with a perfect passer rating. Did Huntley too? Yeah. Yeah. Huntley, um, let me, give me one second. I'll pull it up. I know he, he came in for a drive. Yeah. And, and threw a touchdown. Yeah, I think he was perfect. I think he was it was one for one, 19 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> That's which, hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah, Lamar had a 95.9 QBR, Huntley a 100 QBR. Both had a rating of 158.3, That's which is crazy. the best you can have. That is crazy. So, I thought that was worth noting. Um, talking about big games, sticking on that that subject, how about CeeDee Lamb? Not only big game, big year. 
a little huge year. 13 of 220 for 227 in a touchdown against Detroit. Finishes the year as wide receiver one and the number four overall player in fantasy. Yeah. At the moment, he's got 122 catches, 1,651 yards, 10 touchdowns. Well, so when I saw that he was receiver one uh, yesterday, I was looking, I was shocked. Because the, the the year that Tyreek Hill has had, you know, it, he, what, 1,700-something yards? Yeah. But, I mean, it, it's got to be all the catches for Lamb. It's got to put him over. But And the targets. I mean, he's had th- three games this year over 15 targets. Mm-hmm. He's had double-digit targets in each of the last one, two, five weeks. I mean, that, that offense kind of runs through. Nine games he's had double-digit targets this year. Two games with nine. Like... Get C.D. Lamb the ball and big plays happen. Yeah, but that's also the difference of, you know, Dak Prescott as an MVP candidate versus Lamar. Is, right. You know, Dak's working with C.D. Lamb. Yeah. Lamar's best receiver is Odell Beckham Jr., who, you know, is, is pretty close to wearing the pens. Yeah. Um, but C.D. Lamb's having a great year. Yeah. Uh, not having had a great year. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the Cowboys do in the playoffs. Uh, to touch on that Cowboys-Lions game quickly, did you see the end of the game? You see that last call? The NFL is a real f- problem with their officiating. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, the two-point conversion you're yeah, talking about. The, the Lions make a bold call, real bold, ballsy call. Um, I mean, shout out, man, Campbell, for having, having... I loved it because you lose the game and it doesn't... It, there's no implications there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you lose the game. Yeah, that's but it. but I mean, they they should have won the game because they no they, they, yeah. they, they well first off they they had to run the uh, the play like four different times, but I think it was like the second or third time they ran it. They ran it right. Taylor Decker supposed to report. I mean, you've probably heard the whole song and dance by now. Uh, was claimed that he didn't report, but the flag was thrown after he made the play. Taylor yeah. Decker catches the two point conversion. Lions think they win, and the flag's thrown. I'm sorry if I, I I think you should have like I don't know max three seconds as an official to yeah. throw a ball, but but like when it comes to somebody not reporting, if you see him running the route, the, the flag should be out. Right? No, hundred percent. And it's the fact that he literally there's video evidence of him talking to the official reporting. Yeah, yeah, and I mean whether he got confused or or whatever his excuse is. Um, it's unacceptable, especially yeah. with um, implications that could be so so you know applicable to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Detroit, they win that game. You know, the the, the two seed for them. Right. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's just that, that's ridiculous. We we can't have that. We need better quality control when it comes to this. Um, the, the officiating. Um, and one last guy we'll we'll talk about before we jump into our picks is uh, Kyron Williams, who I think is the 2023 fantasy football MVP. he got to be. Uh, even though he missed a few games in the middle there. Uh, he missed four games, and he still finishes uh, running back five. Yeah. I mean, he, well, he had, what, three touchdowns last week? Yeah, 20 for 87 and three touchdowns. Yeah, he, he's – and what, what was his receiving like? Uh, two for 14. But oh, that's... On, on the year, he had uh, 228 car- – has, going into the last week, 228 carries, 1,144 yards, 12 touchdowns. 32 catches, 206 yards, another three touchdowns through the air. Over yeah. five yards a carry with double-digit scores, over 1,100 yards for a guy that missed five games. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, in, what, 
12 games played, he's done that. Yeah. So he's averaging over a touchdown a game. I mean, it's, he's having a great year. Everybody's going to look at the, the stat sheet and be like, oh, McCaffrey this, McCaffrey that. But Kyron Williams is really the, the story of this season. He came out of the woodwork. Yeah. He came out of nowhere. And you fantasy managers that went out and picked him up early in the season, um, first off, I mean, kudos to you. Yeah, kudos uh, to me for drafting Cam Akers. <laughs> yeah. And for those of you that drafted Cam Akers, I'm sorry. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I think I think it's fair to say Kyron Williams is because I feel like you know fantasy football MVP it it shouldn't be a guy that was a you know top you know three or four pick unless he's out there breaking yeah, records. Yeah. Someone like Kyron Williams who was no, on nobody's radar and then you know was a waiver wire pickup in like week two. Um, yeah, my league, I, I think he was he's, added for uh, twenty one dollars of Fab on September twelfth. Yeah, I mean it's really early in the season. I. I I think he's got the MVP's got to go to him for fantasy football, right? I agree, 100%. Uh, let's jump into our Week 18 picks, the last week of the regular season. Yep, two Saturday games. we got Pitt at Baltimore kicking it off. Uh, I'm taking Pitt. I am too. Baltimore's, Baltimore's locked in. Everyone. Yeah, they're locked in. It's a Saturday game. Um, Pitt needs a win. Yes, they do. They, they, they do. need a win and help. To make it to the play. Correct. Yeah, either a Jacksonville loss or a Buffalo loss and a win. Uh, and then the other Saturday game, which is... Probably going to be a little more entertaining uh, is Houston at Indianapolis. I got Houston there. Um, that game's going to be really good. Well, I think Indy's a really well-coached team, and that's another team that's faced a lot of adversity yeah. this year. They've really exceeded expectations. Um, so is Houston. Yeah. Houston's a great <laughs> great coached team. They've uh, exceeded expectations. I just, I, I'm picking Houston from the heart. Um, I know we've joked all year <laughs> about how it's my favorite team now, yeah. but... I really, really, really want to see this team in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think they could do some damage. Um, they could. I mean, and Demeco Ryan, shout out, talk about a great coach. CJ Stroud having a heck of a rookie year. Um, I mean, it's going to be a tight race between him and Puka Nakua for whoever gets that rookie of the year, office yeah. rookie of the year. Um, but I, I, I think Houston just edges out Indy. I agree. I, I think Indy's been competitive in most of their games this year. Uh, they're a scrappy team. They haven't wowed me. Yeah. I agree, and and Jonathan Taylor has been very underwhelming, yeah. um, and Houston's defense has played really well. Yeah, they have. Uh, and and that's kind of what's the deciding factor for me. Moving on, we have Tampa at Carolina. I believe this is Sunday now. Yeah, this is huge. Uh, Tampa's got to win here. Well, actually, no, they they're not locked in, right? Yeah, no, they got to win here. Win in their end. I think it's the game they win. Baker Mayfield gets into the playoffs, and that's another team. I don't know if I'd want to face them in the playoffs. No, I mean, Baker Mayfield, man, you know. Uh, we talked about it. I think he's earned another contract. There, there's there's nothing more dangerous than a man with nothing to lose. <laughs> and that's Baker Mayfield. That is true. Um, And, yeah, I mean. And he's got the weapons. And he Rashad does. Rashad White's been really good. Rashad White's been phenomenal. Uh, Mike Evans having a, a great, great year. He's just unbelievable. Future Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, Chris 100%. Godwin. Like, th- this team's good. They are. Uh, I mean, their defense could use some help, but um, Carolina, I mean, they, they've thrown in the towel, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, they fired their head coach, what, week 12? Yeah. Like, they, they, I think they've they've won a game or two since then, but. They've won one, I believe, right? Yeah, but they're not going to win this one. Uh, <laughs> moving oh, on. Oh, they Cl- locked up the number one payout. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chicago's got that. Uh, 
Cleveland at Cincy is the next one. I'm going to take Cincy just because Cleveland's going to be benching a bunch of guys. They're locked into the five seed. They can't do any better, can't do any worse. Um, That's right. They are locked into the um, – Cincy's out of it, but I think – like Browning's got a lot to play for. That's true. I, I, I originally had Cleveland. You make a great point. I'm switching to Cincy. Yeah, I mean, J- uh, Jake Browning's got a lot to play for. Um, <clears throat> could determine his future as a quarterback mm-hmm. somewhere else in this league. So, yeah, because I mean, they can't lose that five seed, right? Cleveland. No, they cannot. Yeah, give me Cincy there. Yeah. Um, Mini at Detroit. I'm gonna go Detroit. Minnesota is just they're done. <laughs> they're officially Jer- eliminated and. Jaron Hall's not good. No. At all. No. Josh Dobbs, I mean, uh, he had one bad game. So did Brock Purdy. You know, you should have stuck with him. I know. And you might be looking into the playoff window. Yep. Um, yeah, I think Detroit wins this game. Yeah, I mean, and Detroit's fighting for seeding at this They're point. They're fighting for the two seed now. Yeah, so. They need a win. Uh, and they need Dallas, Dallas to, to lose. lose. And I believe they need the Eagles to lose. Yes, probably. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I mean, this is a must win for Detroit at home. Yeah. Uh, I think they go up big and bench their guys in the second half. I agree. Uh, Jets at New England. I'm going New England um, because I want New England to win. As a Jet <laughs> fan, I want the Patriots to have a worse pick, and I want the Jets to get a you, better you pick. Want your, you, you want your you know favorite team to you know lose. Yeah. So you can get a better... Draft pick and your second favorite team is making the playoffs. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm taking the Jets here. Actually, um, I think Robert Salas fighting for a job. Uh, That's I th- another thing. I think Brees Hall is elite, really freaking good. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, Trevor Simeon. I mean, is is okay. <laughs> New England's scrappy, but I I think at this point in the season, um, Belichick just doesn't care. That uh, game was ugly against the Bills. It was. It was. Uh, I mean, Zappy, yeah. he might put up a fight, but I just think <clears throat> New England won't be able to stop Brees Hall. Yeah, that's fair. Give me the Jets. Uh, Atlanta and New Orleans. I'm going to go New Orleans. I think they win and get in. Um, but <laughs> if if Atlanta wins, this this division gets a whole lot more interesting. Yes, I like I I almost I almost picked Atlanta just to see the the chaos unfold. I would love to see the chaos. I just think New Orleans is better. Yeah, um, New Orleans, I, I don't want to see New Orleans in the playoffs though because I don't think they're a fun team. No, like, I don't enjoy I, watching them. I think they're a very boring team. I've never enjoyed watching the Saints. Yeah, um, I'm just I don't like the Saints for some reason. But I I have them winning this game. I do think they're, uh, you know, gonna they're a better team than Atlanta. Yeah, uh, Atlanta. I can't believe they're bringing back Arthur Smith, but. Um. Yeah, New Orleans. They they put the hurting on Tampa. So and then and that defense is going to keep them alive. Yeah, the defense played really well against Tampa too. Jacksonville at Tennessee. I'm going Jacksonville. Um, I'm also going Jacksonville. It hurts. I, I would love to see Tennessee win. Just again, see the chaos unfold. Yeah. But I um, I don't have much hope in Tennessee. Levis, I believe, will be out. He got hurt. Last game, which means Tannehill's in, and Tannehill's not good. Uh, Jacksonville, I mean, this is a big game for Jacksonville. This is for the division. This is for the playoff spot. And is, does Trevor Lawrence play in this game? Or do you think they roll up Bethard? I think you got to go Lawrence. Um, you're still not locked into a playoff spot, and you need a win to get in. But, I mean, if, if they think they could win with Bethard, like, I mean, they won last week, right? Yeah. 
If, if, if you think Beathard can, can lead you to a win, why not rest up Lawrence and, and get him right. For the yeah. Playoffs. Get him right for the playoffs. Um, so, so that's something to watch because if Beathard does play, I think Tennessee might have a shot. Uh, I'm, I am going Jacksonville though. Yeah. So am I Seattle at Arizona. Uh, I'm going Seattle here. Yep. Uh, I mean, Arizona. I believe Seattle's officially eliminated. I don't know. They're not. No, they're not. Um, well, so the thing with Seattle, they're well, one, they're not eliminated, uh, and two, Arizona, um, I mean, they, they didn't want to win against Philly. Seattle clinches That's how bad Philly with, is. Seattle clinches with a win and a Green Bay loss. Okay. Um, I mean, which is doable. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going Seattle. Yeah, I, I'm going Seattle as well. This is a big game for them. And I don't know if you saw... Uh, I think it was Arizona's general manager, his face, when the Eagles choked that that game last week. I did not. He looked very disappointed that the (laughs) team was winning uh, because it's just going to drop their draft positioning. Um, And they have Houston's pick, which they thought was going to be a good pick, and it's going to be middle of the pack. Yeah, so that's... Maybe end of the pack after my Houston Texans win the Super Bowl. (laughs) Yeah, did not work out for... (laughs) For AZ, no, it did not. CL's taking this. Chicago at Green Bay. Yeah, this is where uh, it could get interesting if they lose and Seattle wins. They get in, whatever. Um, I'm going Green Bay though. I think this home. is going to be a really close game. I think I it's going to be. I think it's going to be a field goal deciding game. This is a big game for Fields too, mm-hmm. um, because well, exactly. he's potentially on his way out. I mean, they landed the number one pick. You could move on and go uh, Caleb Williams, Drake May, whatever direction you want to go. Trade back, whatever. Fields, if he does not get re-signed by Chicago, is going to have a lot of teams looking at him. Well, he's not a free agent. Is he not? No. <clears throat> he has, um, I think, th- th- he's going into his contract year. Oh, well, he's and, probably and, and, gone. And they'll have, well, that's the thing, though, is I think if Fields wins this game, I think you got to hold on to him. And, and, and all of a sudden, you have one more year left of his contract, and if you pick up that, that, uh, fifth year option. You have two more years of fields. You have the draft capital and built around Marvin them. Harrison. And yeah, so I, 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 I personally, I'm, I'm on the side of I think the Chicago should keep Fields, but um, I am too. I, I don't I, know if they will. I think you make a great point though that Fields. I mean, he's playing for a job no matter what, whether it is with Chicago, whether yeah. it's not. Um, this is this is going on his resume against Green Bay. It's in Green Bay, which is going to be tough. And you know, I mean, Jordan Love. Looked really good yeah. against Minnesota, but it was against Minnesota. So, and Chicago's defense has been playing really well ever since they acquired Montez, Montez Sweat. Uh, I think this is going to be a really close game. I'm leaning Green Bay. I'm going Green Bay as well, just because they're home, honestly. KC at the Chargers. Yeah, KC. I'm I'm taking KC no matter who's playing for them and who's not playing. Yeah, um, I think same. even if you sit Mahomes or whatever this game, they still win this game. I agree. I think I think. All your major KC stars are, are sat because they are locked in the three seed. No matter what happens, um, KC's going to be the, the number three seed. Uh, so they're going to rest guys. Chargers, again, guys playing for Wait. jobs. Oh, yeah. that uh, No. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, they're locked in the three seed. Because oh, yeah, yeah. If, are, if, if, if Miami wins, then they have the better record. Yeah, if yeah, Buffalo yeah. wins, they have the same record as the Chiefs, but the Bills, I believe, hold the tiebreaker. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Cause now, then, and they still have the tiebreaker over AFC South, I believe. Somehow, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I, I think 
KC guys are just going to be more prepared, more locked in. Yeah. Uh, then the Chargers, Chargers are kind of like done with the season. Yeah, I mean, these KC guys, all the backups, they're going to be fighting for playing time in the in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Um, next up, we have Denver at Vegas. Both teams eliminated. This game really doesn't matter. I think it does. I it think... does for the Steelers, I think. or some... it, it yeah. mattered for like a random team for some reason. Yeah, I think for strength of schedule, Pitt. maybe. Yeah, I think it was Pitt. Um, yeah, it was Pitt. They could get into the playoffs with a Jacksonville loss, a Denver win, and Houston Indy doesn't. Uh, I don't. If Houston Indy so does not things. end in a tie, yeah, there's there's a lot of so Houston or Indy need to win. Uh, Denver needs to win, and Jacksonville needs to lose for yeah, Pitt to get in. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's because of strength of schedule or something. Yeah, uh, but anyway, I, I think. Antonio Pierce has really gotten the this Vegas team rallying behind him. Yeah. I think they're big believers in T- Antonio Pierce. I think he's, again, this is a guy fighting for a job. I think he really wants that head coaching yeah, job. Yeah, I think he wins this game and gets the contract right after the game. I, I, I agree. Although last time uh, Vegas interim coach came in and, you know, stepped Rich up. Bisaccia. Yep, Bisaccia, uh They didn't give him the job. No. So, But did they make that mistake twice? I don't know. I have Vegas winning, though. I agree. Philly at the Giants. I wish I could say I was confident in this game as an Eagles fan. Uh, I'm not confident with our high school level play calling. Um, I mean, it's just I got to go Philly. Uh, yeah, the I'm Giants. Going last game of the season. I mean, Giants probably tanking for draft position. Do you think this is Brian Johnson's only year as the OC? I think it's his last year as the OC. Yeah, uh, first and last year. Yeah. He. I mean. Even if it is Nick Sirianni calling the play calling, I mean, something's got to give there. The fact that you have such a talented roster uh, and you've been on the, this this slippery slope the last five, six games, it's unacceptable. Um, no, it comes down to the play calling. I mean, it, it does. It's it's almost the same team you had last year, and mm-hmm. Steichen did phenomenal with it. Right, so, right. Well, but the other thing, too, is, um, yeah, I mean... You, you lose him, you lose Gannon. Mm-hmm. It's different coordinators. That is tough, but you have all this talent. If if not, I, I think you might have more talent. Honestly, you brought in Shaq Leonard, you brought yeah. in Kevin Byard, and you know you're losing. I I, I think Nick Sirianni's on the hot seat. I mean, it's the the, the play calling's been horrendous. I mean, There's, you have Matt Patricia calling plays on defense, which yeah, is not working I mean, out. Well, I mean, Sean Desai wasn't wasn't doing that great no. of a job, but Matt Patricia definitely hasn't been doing that great either i mean aj brown won't even talk to anybody he won't talk to the media because he's so pissed off with the coaching staff yeah. um that's the problem too they're not getting the ball to aj brown and, and this is probably jason kelsey's last year mm-hmm. um it might potentially be lane johnson but potentially lane johnson potentially fletcher cox brandon graham's probably last yeah. year you have all these veterans that you're letting down uh with this just horrible predictable play calling and I mean, Sirianni's over here shrugging it off, saying, "Oh, at least we made the playoffs." That's a loser mentality. Um, I, I think Philly needs to come out and win big. Yeah. Um, or else I, I I lose all hope. I'm really I'm really hoping that Ashton Kutcher comes out, you know, after this ga- this game against the Giants and goes, "How oh, you guys got punked? We have a totally different playbook coming from for the playoffs. We're going to run, <laughs> but uh, I don't think that's going to happen." So. Yeah. Uh, the Rams at San Fran. <laughs> I'm going San Fran even with all their backups. Really? Yeah. Um, Rams clinched the playoff spot, so the Rams may be. See, it's tough because they're between the seven and or the six and seven seed. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if the Rams play everyone. So for me, I'm I'm taking the Rams because uh, San Fran's locked in the one. They're yeah. they're they're not playing starters. The Rams are still fighting for seating. I mean, whether Sam it's six Darnold or seven, is fighting for eyes on him for the next starting <laughs> job of the Tennessee Titans. No, nah, that's Will Levis, man. <laughs> um, no, but the, the Rams. I mean, it's it's six versus seven, which may not seem to matter, but playoff wise, uh, I mean, matchup wise, it is no, pretty is big. True. That is true. And if if they it did come down to the conference and it was six versus seven seed, they would, in that scenario, have home field advantage. Um, so I, I do think the Rams win this. Plus, they uh, they made the playoffs; they're clinched. They're probably going to rest Stafford. Yeah, and you know who that what that means? Carson Wentz season, baby. Wentz is going to come out and he's going to throw it, four it, touchdowns and three picks. Would not surprise me. I wonder if there's anything on that yet. Um, if Wentz it, is starting. Well, I mean, he's he's the next guy up, right? Yeah, he is the next guy up. Stetson Bennett's been nowhere to be found. Uh, he's been gone since like week four. And who's who's next? Who's the other guy on the roster? Dresser Win. Are we sure that's a real guy? Dresser, I barely know her. I have no idea. That, that <laughs> he's from Tennessee Martin. Uh, I didn't even know that was he, a school. He joined their practice squad 19 minutes ago. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> they cut him in November. Wow. Brought him back. Um. Yeah, I. Well, he's got Win in his last name, so that's got to mean something, right? Yeah, I, I, okay. It's like a Madden created character. <laughs> I'm still not convinced he's a real man, but okay. Um, yeah. So I'm going Rams. Uh, Dallas at Washington. I'm taking Washington. I'd love to see that. This is gonna be some chaos here. I would love to see I that. Think, I think Philly wins the division. I, I, I would love to see that, but I, I think I, I think Dallas takes this. I think Dallas isn't messing around. Uh, Jimmy Johnson. Uh, they inducted him into the ring of yeah. honor. Finally, I think the curse is over. I can see Dallas making a playoff run. I <laughs> listen. It's it's heading into the playoff season. Um, Dallas is notorious for choking in the playoffs. <laughs> well, I think the choke starts early. I think they choke away the division and lose to Washington by a couple scores. Would love to see it. Um, <laughs> Clip it for when it happens. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I, I think I think Dallas. There, there's too much on the line. I mean, that that number two seed. Yeah. Um, and, and then, finally, Sunday night football for the division: Buffalo at Miami. Yeah, and with all the injuries, we talked about earlier that Miami has on defense. I got to go Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo too because of that. Plus, I think Buffalo is getting hot at the right time. There. I think they are the truly the better team. I think they just had a really slow start to the season. Um, but yeah, I'm going Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo as well. And uh, before we end the the pod this week, uh, do you, we should just go through with these selected um, winners for for this week. We we each have who the the playoff standings would be. We put it through the playoff predictor uh, yeah, website. I, I, I explained out by accident, but we had the same AFC. So if you want to go over the AFC, yeah, we had the same AFC. So we had uh, Baltimore winning, um, being the number one seed at thirteen and four, followed by the Bills eleven and six. Chiefs eleven and six as the three, Jacksonville as the fourth seed at ten and seven, then Browns as the five at eleven and six, Miami at the six at eleven and six, and Houston being the seventh seed at ten and seven. Chaos, baby. Yeah, that would have Pitt at ten and seven. I'm missing so out. excited for this week, bro. 
Yeah, Pitt would miss out at t- uh, ten and seven on the playoffs. That would be unreal. And Colts would miss out at nine and eight. Yeah, getting ten wins and missing the playoffs. I mean, I guess yeah. that's kind of what we expected going into the, going into the season, though, with the uh, with the AFC. Yeah, lots of powerhouses in there. And then and NFC, we had the same except for our six and seven were flip flopped. Yeah. So um, we uh, well, what I have here is San Fran uh, going twelve and five as the the one seed. Uh, Dallas is a two seed at twelve and five, which you had. I had Philly, Philly as, as the two seed at twelve and five. Uh, Detroit locked into the three at twelve and five. Yep. Tampa is the four seed at nine and eight. <laughs> Um, I have Philly as the five seed at 12 and five. Yeah, and you would Dallas have Dallas. Um, I had the Rams as the six seed at 10 and seven. Uh, and Green Bay as the seventh seed at nine and eight. I believe I had Green Bay at six, Rams at seven, because I had San Fran beating the Rams. Okay, yeah. And um, we, we, we both had Seattle uh, missing at nine and eight, and New Orleans missing at nine and eight. Correct. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's our predictions for how the playoffs will be set up. We will do our whole playoff predictions next week. So tune, tune in for the playoff pod next week. next week. And next week we could go over, cause we did the whole entire season predictor before the season. Yeah, we we go over that and we can go over our, um, just, uh, our, like pr- reward, award, uh, predictions and, and whatnot. Yep. Big uh, week so, next week. So make yeah, sure you tune in. Should be a good episode. Uh, but thank you for tuning in. Yeah. And check us out on social media at IceBath Sports on Instagram and TikTok at IceBathPod on X. And you can check out the video version of this episode on the IceBath Sports, wow, IceBath Sports Podcast YouTube page. We'll see you guys next week. And as always, stay, stay cool. cool.